Hello, everybody, and welcome to From the Sidelines. And I'll ask you this, how's it going, how's it going? My name's Josh Duvall, and I'm here with Chad Davis and Devin Davis. And today we've got a special interview planned. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at VFTSpod or email us at VFTSpod at gmail.com. Uh, now we welcome on former Kentucky Wildcat football player and contestant on Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette, Darren Blaylock. What's up, man? Nothing much, nothing much. How are y'all doing? I'm doing good. What about yourself? Doing good. You know, just living life here in Atlanta. All right, all right. Yeah. So, uh, with, uh, first question I want to start out with is, uh, like, what are some of the reasons that you chose to play for Kentucky? Yeah, so me and my brother, we went on quite a few visits. Um, funny story, I was actually really close to um, going to commit to Wake Forest, and my brother was like, hey, let's go check out Kentucky. Um, we haven't seen them yet, and they, they didn't offer us at the time. But um, we went there, loved the coaches, um, loved the campus, and we did really well during our camp, and they in, ended up extending an offer. Me and Zach just looked at each other, and we're like, let's do it. So we ended up going. So we were really excited to go there. Um, I think our freshman year was Joker Phillips and that whole staff when we went there. But I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a great dude, though. I love Joker. Uh, so were you and uh, were you and Zach uh, pretty much dead set on being like a package deal? Uh, do you want to play for the same school and play together? And what was that like getting to play with him? I mean, we didn't really have that dead set. Um, a lot of the offers that we did get were um, together. I think a, a couple of offers that he got that I didn't was with, I think he had Oklahoma State and another, what was the other one? I forget. But um, I mean, we, we always just lived together. I mean, even till this day, we've lived together ever since, except for one year in our life. So we kind of thought of it, of, of course. Yeah, we're going to um, go to, as a package deal, but we never really said it out loud. So you started out playing safety. What kind of made you change your change your position to linebacker? Yeah. So I started out as a safety. I think I was a safety for two years. Um, and then, I mean, throughout my football career at Kentucky, I was kind of like the utility guy. Um, whenever there's people hurt, I would kind of learn the new position and go from there. So I ended up um, – going from safety to, I believe I went to middle linebacker, and then I ended up going to outside linebacker after that. But, um, I mean, I was really just doing what I could for the team, so I was kind of the utility guy. All right. Uh, football side, I got to ask you this, because I'm a huge fan of the game myself, but guitar hero. I hear you're a <laughs> globally ranked champion. Dude, what? That's awesome. I was. I was. And... Um... <laughs> Well, after football, I had one semester where I had, I think, like two classes. So I had to graduate and no football. So I had a lot of time on my hands. Um, and that was when the new guitar, or guitar Hero came out. So I played that extremely a lot. And I think it was – the song was Reptilia by The Strokes. I ended up being ranked sixth in the world on it. But after overtime, I think I ended up going down to like 60. But – it's still up there. <laughs> Sweet. Not to brag or anything, but uh, back in the day, I could play through the Fire and the Flames on Expert. That's what I'm talking about. Heck yeah. Heck yeah dude. I, I, can still, I can still pull it off on hard, but uh, I haven't tried Expert in a while. I, I played on I got was like 80%, but that, whew, that, that'll hurt your hand. It's a workout, yeah. yeah. I know. Tell me about it. 
I could play on easy. <laughs> well, go. I'll tell you what. The Fire Flames on easy is still pretty tough. That song, oof, there's way too many buttons. Uh, so, uh, uh, do, you, do you have any uh, like favorite moments or a game or anything that sticks out to you from your playing career? Favorite I know the win against South Carolina was a was a big one. Yeah, that was awesome winning the South Carolina game because on top of that, we had that one moment where we're all dancing in the the kickoff huddle, <laughs> and then um, which I think it was uh, what was it was the Walk a Flock a song, Grove Street Party, Grove Street Party, and then um, that was always our song after that. But I would say blocking the punt my freshman year was cool. Um, I think the very first game, it wasn't a pretty game, but it was the first game that me and my brother started at the same time. Our freshman year was uh, against Arkansas. We'll never forget that game for two reasons. But, <laughs> um, and then I would say, honestly, the, the just the, my the teammates, man, they're they're it's a brotherhood. You know, I'll never forget those guys for sure. I'll keep up with all of them. Uh, one thing I gotta say is I was. <laughs> I was watching some film earlier, and I yeah. saw a little play from you in high school. You got a little one-handed interception, and you almost brought it back to the touchdown. I got hands. That was, that was nasty. <laughs> Too bad the quarterback tackled me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let that down. Well, speaking of that, if you had played on offense, what position would it be? I'd say tight end. Um I know towards the end of my career at uh, Kentucky, I ended up being like 245 playing outside linebacker, but I was still, you know, safety speed. And I remember it was one, there was one uh, practice where Josh Allen was in um, getting reps and I was like, let me, let me get some, some, some reps <laughs> at, at tight end. Now I'll tell you what, I, I was doing good. I was like, man, I should play some tight end. Shoot. <laughs> But yeah, I'd say tight end. Were you able to block him then? Was he a beast yet? Josh Allen, he's always been a beast. I knew the first day he got in there. Because um, I know right when I moved to outside linebacker was his freshman year. And um, I was kind of teaching him the ropes and everything like that. And then before you know it, me and him were splitting time. And then before you know it, he took over. I was like, this kid's going to go big time. <laughs> So uh, outside of football, did you play any other sports growing up? Uh, growing up, I know your dad was in the NBA. Which I was, was I was awesome terrible too. at basketball and I was terrible at baseball. Somehow football worked out, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you, I was, I was, I like the extreme sports. I snowboard a lot. Um, recently, kind of got into skateboarding, and um, I used to be really good at inline skating or aggressive skating, to be or shockingly. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I saw where outside of besides the NFL, one of your dreams was being a professional ska- uh, snowboarder. Yeah, well, our mom is from Colorado, so we go up there a lot. So we always snowboarded, good two three times a, a year. I can ride a tube down a, a snowy slope. <laughs> that's all I can do. That's what, that's what I can do. <laughs> hey, Over. tubes. Tubes are they ain't easy. You hit a little mogul. Better hold on for dear life. <laughs> uh, so, uh, while we keep on uh, some of the college theme, uh, recently California passed the Fair Play Bill, uh, allowing um, 
college athletes to get some endo- money from endorsements off their likeness. I heard uh, that. Do you have any? Do you have any opinions? What do you? What do you think? Since you're, you're um, in those shoes I mean, a few years ago, it's a good move on their end. That's going to be really good for recruiting, especially for some really good high caliber athletes to go over there and make some money while they're in college. Um, I mean, I don't really have a, an opinion if it's good or not. I mean, if you're a good athlete and you can make that brand, shoot. I mean, why not? Um, but I don't have like an opinion to the point where I would think it's bad or good. But if you're to the point in college where you can make money because of endorsements with, you know, eyeballs on you, I mean, that's good for them. Yeah, I definitely think uh, if it expands to like some other states, it'll be good for athletes that don't have a professional sports team like Kentucky. Yeah, that is true. Um, because everyone in Kentucky, I mean, shoot, you guys are what? Bengals fans and Reds fans. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's actually a good point. I didn't even really think about it that way. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, I just like to see the NCAA go down more than anything. <laughs> Cannot stand them. Um, oh, they do the best they can, I guess. Well, I, I am happy with them now. They, um, what's it called, just went through. Um, there was like a six-year battle with their NCAA settlement checks, and those all finally went through. So, woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, throughout your career at UK, who was – who is your uh, most favorite teammate that you played alongside with, other than your brother? That's tough. That is tough. Um, you like three or four if you have to. Well, I will say the one person that really took us in throughout the recruiting process and just us like going to Kentucky was uh, Ashley Lowry. Um, he really showed us the ropes, and especially when we both played safety. Um, all my good buddies, uh, John Toast, one of my good buddies, Patrick Tolls, Chuck, um, Swindle. Um, man, there's just so many of them. Um, Ozzy Sheehan, one of my good buddies. Um, one of my other buddies that um, ended up transferring to LSU is Bijan. Um, man, there's a lot of them. But the people that I hung out with the most throughout my Kentucky career was probably Swindle, Jordan Swindle, um, John Toth, um, Ozzy, uh, Joey Herrick, uh, Jarrett Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about the whole team. <laughs> the guy, all right, I made friends with everybody. <laughs> so uh, I just want to ask this question. I ask everybody this question, but. Okay. Uh, Whenever you're, you know, you're not, you know, you're hungry, but you're not like starving, you know, you're out yeah. on a drive or something. You got, you got to stop at a gas station. So uh, I just wanted to see like what your favorite gas station snack is like a little pick me up. Um, salt and vinegar chips. Okay. And beef jerky. Okay. Okay. What kind of beef jerky? Just the original, just the Slim Jim. Oh yeah. Slim Jims are amazing, dude. Yeah. That's solid. That's solid. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll jump into uh, the more recent uh, uh, call to fame, uh, The Bachelorette. Uh, I actually yeah. started watching um, this season. Just you know, I don't know why not. Like 
two two uh, Kentucky guys, the Brian from Louisville, and then of course you. So I said, why not? We'll give it yeah. a shot. Um, what was that experience like? Um, any anything behind the scenes you want to give us or? It was really cool. Um, honestly, at first I thought it was a scam um, because someone reached out to me on Instagram. They were like, "Hey, do you want to be on the Bachelorette?" I was like. Sure. I was like, I've never seen the show. Don't know what it's really about. And then I went through the interviewing process, turned out to be legit. And they flew me out to L.A. I was like, oh, OK, shoot. But um, it was really fun um, being able to see the behind the scenes of, you know, reality TV. I'll tell you what, there's no script whatsoever. You literally just go into a house and go. But um, guys were cool, made a lot of good friends, still keep up with them. I remember because uh, Brian, he's from Louisville. And so we made a little bet. Lexington won that competition. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. So cats on top. But um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was really cool. I mean, it was a, very competitive, of course. I mean, thirty guys over trying to fight over the love of one woman. But um, I mean, everyone is really respectful. Um, I mean, Hannah is a really cool girl. I will say the one thing that broke my heart out of it all, she asked me if I played um, offensive line or offensive line when I told her I played at Kentucky. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Do I look at it? I was like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, she, she was really cool. Um, and everyone else, I mean, of course, we're all fighting over trying to get time with Hannah, but everyone – wanted to make sure that they had their chance so that she could figure out if, if they were going to be the right fit for her instead of just, you know, trying to be an ass and take all the attention. So every, everyone was pretty genuine. So the producers didn't like carry Luke P all the way to the end. That wasn't scripted or anything. Cause that's always my theory. Like, I know like watching it back. Like I know it's hard, like actually being in it, uh, but like, the way the episodes are edited, it just it just seems like it's a little little fishy, but that was well, just I mean, my theory. It, I was really surprised as um, as you guys, you know, him making it that far because er, when I was there, he was the nicest person ever. You know, um, he we we talked a lot. I mean, we got to know each other. I mean, he's a Georgia boy. Um, and when I got sent home and I'm starting to watch the show and him just going down the hill, I was like, what's going on here? I was like, where, where did this all happen? But, um, I mean, it was a shock to me because he was one of the nicest guys I ever met when I was there. But, I mean, watching it all and being a part of that experience, I mean, producers, they don't tell you really to do anything. I mean, it's all on you. Uh, so, in episode two, you the roller derby. You killed it, man. I got to say, you killed it. Like, where did that come from? You kind of, like, racked well, up all the points and beat everybody. Growing or growing up, me and my twin brother were really big into, uh, in, or, I guess, extreme sports. He was more of the skateboarder and, I guess, just muscle memory. I was just out there scooting. <laughs> and with that being an aggressive little sport, I mean, football helped out, too. So, I was just out there whooping ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you get to did you get to play any football with any of the guys in the mansion or anything? No. Um, I mean, the biggest thing we really did in the house was just chill by the pool and 
Take it easy. Take it easy. Waiting to get our turn with Hannah. It's a good thing they didn't have you in that rugby game. See, that's where I was bummed because I got home and I heard or I watched it on TV. I was like, I needed one more week, one more week. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. I was a little bummed on that. That would have been fun. <laughs> Who knows? Football has been – it's been a while since I've played. I might have pulled something. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so this is really random, but What's the – the intro, the very beginning of the episode where everyone came in on the limos or yeah. tractors or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> you actually, after you introduced yourself to Hannah, you went the wrong way. Dude, How dude. awkward was that? <laughs> so I had this whole thing planned out of what I was going to say. I actually put on my suit the other day and found the notes of what I was going to read off. And I was like, oh, shoot. But um I had this whole thing I was going to say, and I opened up the door and saw her, and everything just went blank. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and um, I just went up there and just tried to say something right on the top of my head and completely forgot they told us a certain direction we were supposed to go. And, well, I think she liked it. I thought she thought it was funny because throughout her experience in The Bachelor, she was always pretty nervous, and I was very nervous. <laughs> So very, very, like very <laughs> relatable. I like that would be something I would do. Like I'm trying to impress a girl, but I'm going the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of the nerves, I wanted to ask, what, what do you think would be more nerve wracking, playing playing in front of BBN or being at a rose ceremony? That's a tough question because I mean, very first game playing in front of BBN, I would say. I'll say BBN, of course, because that is how many people are in those stands? Eyes on you. I don't know. 30,000, 20,000. It's crazy. But I will say, because with my company, they gave me um, paid time off for that whole experience. And they were thinking I was going to make it really far. And in the back of my head, I was like, I swear if I'm back next week after I just left, (laughs) (laughs) I'd be so mad. But um, I, the, the rose ceremony was probably more of tiring, I would say, because you're you're there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're there till the sun comes up, so your nerves kind of go away, and you're just like, I just need to go to bed. <laughs> but um, no, the I'd say BBN for sure. I mean, that was I'll never forget that first time I stepped on that field. All right, so going off roses, tell me what it felt like actually getting to receive a rose. It was awesome. First of all, I mean, just going through your head while you're walking down to get that rose. I mean, the fact that everyone who applied or got reached out to and everyone who watches the show and you get one of those roses that everyone's watching on TV, I was like, whoo, shoot, this is going to be a rose I keep forever. But it, it was crazy. Um, I was really relieved, um, especially, you know, the first night meeting all the guys and, and then, you know, celebrating afterwards, you know, hanging out at the house and everything like that. It was, it was an amazing experience. It was really cool. So uh, do you think, like, Bachelor in Paradise it might be an option one day? Who knows? Um, I didn't go this year. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that's another thing I have to keep or 
you know, talk to about at work. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Um, it'd be really cool. And, and, you know, it was funny watching it this year, though, seeing all the guys that I was in the house with, you know, getting really serious and, you know, really finding those relationships. I was like, good for y'all. Good for y'all. <laughs> All right, answer me this. Who is your favorite guy to be on The Bachelorette with, and who is your least favorite guy? That's tough. Um, I'd say I might have a couple when it comes to favorite guys. So John Paul Jones is one of them for sure. Me and him, we got really close. And um, Garrett is another one who I was really close with. Um, me and Tyler, see, we had a pretty, we had mutual friends because he played football at Wake Forest and I had some buddies that played there. Um, he was really cool to talk to. And, um, I would also say Connor, um, the, the Connor that left with me the same night. And then I would say Dustin, those are the guys I was really close with. Um, so keep up with them today, but, um, the one I guess I least liked. You have to throw him under the bus. Just, just like you know, I, I wouldn't. I, I guess in the in the air of the moment, I guess the person that I least liked at the time was Cam. Hey, Josh called it. Josh literally because called it. He interrupted our group date, but I still talk to the man. I mean, he's still a good dude. Um, but I, I know in the heat of the moment during the show, Cam, I was like, "What's up with that?" But um. But yeah, I mean, all the guys are cool. So uh, going back to football and college and everything, what was the move like from Georgia to Kentucky? Like, what are some differences there? Um, I mean, it was a six-hour drive, five-and-a-half-hour drive. It wasn't too far. Um, and we made really good friends really quick. Um, and it was also, you know, an awesome experience. The house would be like, well, I'm on my own. Woo! But um, yeah. it, it, at, at times, especially when camp came along where you're a little homesick. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, was, it was cool. I mean, Kentucky still feels like home to me, you know. If there was another place that I'd have to move, I'd move back to Lexington. Uh, I loved it over there. And I'm planning on going up. I'm, I'm going up for Keeneland this year. Ooh, dude, Keeneland's awesome. It's so fun. Yeah, I loved it. I just love betting on horses and losing more. <laughs> yeah yeah for the most part but <laughs> it's still fun you, you know get dressed up go down there see yeah. horse races it's cool dress, awesome. up, dress up to get messed up yeah <laughs> for real <laughs> and uh actually uh rep arena or not rep arena uh kroger field they recently had like i think their first concert uh oh, yeah. really? they just announced yeah. it yeah chris stapleton chris stapleton willie nelson and joe crew what yeah willie nelson's going up there yeah, he's opening for uh, for Chris Stapleton, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Chris Stapleton's good, too. Well, they have – I've been to Red, White, and Boom a couple of times. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, but, man, I got to go see that. W when is that? I have no clue, to be honest. <laughs> I have to look it up. When was the last time you were in Lexington? Um, I want to say it was like a year and a half, two years ago, maybe. I went up there – when did I go up there? I think it was a year ago, actually. It might have been last summer. Um, what did we go up there for? I, know, I think we went up for a game, but we just tailgated. Uh, yeah, we went to the 
uh, first game this season. We got some good seats. It was fun. Yeah. Are y'all still in Lexington? Uh, we live in Georgetown. Okay. Lexington, so. Yeah. Well, uh, what's his name? My buddy Ozzy. He uh, transferred and played uh, football there for a year. Oh, really? Yeah. Everyone who lives in Georgetown works at the Toyota plant up here, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> Not a bad place to work. It's on April 25th. April 25th. Yeah. It's the day before my birthday. Ooh. Happy uh, early uh, birthday. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Get a, get a birthday gift idea. There you go. All right. I just have one last thing about The Bachelorette. I know we spent a lot of time on it. But what happened with the whole Jed thing? Did I don't I don't know. Did like did anyone have any kind of hint that that he had someone else he was seeing back home? I know this is really nerdy, but like I mean I had like, no idea. and then how did that break and how did everyone find out eventually? I mean even like back here at home and people like ask me about it and I, I know as much as y'all do. Once I'm off the show, it's I'm either watching on TV or seeing the spoilers like everyone else. Um, when I was there, he genuinely seemed like he was looking for Hannah, trying to find love. And the kid it came down to um, he might have had something going on back home and really fell for Hannah. And then everything kind of just blew up after they found out. But I don't know. Um I had no idea when I was there. I mean, it really seemed like he was genuinely looking for Hannah's love, I guess. But um, I know as much as y'all. <laughs> um, what was the Mintel all like? Going back and re- reuniting with everybody. It was awesome. Um, getting to see all the guys. Um, <clears throat> being able to, I guess, hear everyone else have instead of Hannah being in control having the guys you know be there in the spotlight and really asking questions and figuring everything out and getting closure so that was really cool um it was it was a really fun time um that and being able to just you know hang out with them afterwards in LA so mm-hmm. all right so the world's coming to an end it's a zombie apocalypse i like this what, okay what is your go to weapon that you're using and who is your your cult of four or five guys that you're surviving with? They can be um, Kentucky players or they can be Bachelorette guys. Well, most of the Bachelorette guys are now just models and whatnot, so none of them. Um, <laughs> actually, maybe John Paul Jones. He's a smart guy. He might have some tactics. Um, after that, I would probably say... The good old offensive lineman, I would say Toth and Swindle. Um, probably my twin brother, Zach. Um, who else is like a psycho that would fight off some zombies? <laughs> What's your opinion? Who, who, who should be my last guy? I got to go Patty Ice, Patrick Tolles. Patty Ice? All right, Patty Ice. Yeah, he's, he's got an accurate arm, you know, give him some ninja stars or like an axe <laughs> or something. He can just... <laughs> we'll go with Patty Ice. All right. <laughs> and then my weapon of choice it would have to be something efficient that doesn't need anything like gas. So I can't do like chainsaw um, or a gun because you need bullets. Um, I'd say a katana. Oh, that'd be that'd be sick. Nice. Yeah. You watch The Walking Dead? 
Um, I did watch like the first couple seasons, but I mean, it's the most efficient, sharp. Chop yeah. Off the head. <laughs> so, uh, growing up with a twin brother, and obviously both of you playing sports, was there a little competition between you two? Did that kind of help you get to where you were? I mean, we we're competitive. I mean, growing up, I think we might have gotten in like one fight our whole life. I mean, we're always really nice to each other, but we're always competitive. Um, I would say that did help us, especially, um, you know, going to college, high school, and knowing that you always had a friend next to you. You're always comfortable. Um, that was always something that helped. But, um, but yeah, we're, I mean, we're always competitive. Still to this day. All right. So just tell me a little bit about Coach Stoops. Like, what, what's it like playing for him? What's what's he like in the locker room at halftime, after the game, during practices? Just give us a little scoop about Mark Stoops. Yeah, I love the dude. I mean, he was a really good head coach. It was really cool to be in the process of his first head coaching job and really figuring out the ropes and watching him grow as a head coach and understanding um, his position. But um, he was a really good coach because it was kind of a learning curve for him in the very beginning. And then he got really close with us. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's, he's building the program. He's doing a really good job. There's always rough times during the season. Um, but, I mean, he's always positive about it. You know, he, he's always there to let you know that, you know, we're, we can come up on top. All right. I think this will be probably the last question. But uh, so what, what is, like, your most memorable play or game – or whatever you want, sack, interception, whatever you want. What is, like, your most memorable moment at UK? Most memorable moment? I would have to say – that's a tough question. Oh, man. It's <laughs> um, okay. You just take your time, dude. You... I would say – I would say the Kentucky-South Carolina game when we're dancing in the kickoff. I would say that was one of the most memorable times in the because we ended up winning that game. Everyone went crazy. And during film the next day on Sunday, everyone made fun of me because I couldn't dance for shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a sick moment. I, I, that video went a little bit viral. It did, yeah. And then I remember when Waka Flocka came to concert in Kentucky and he started playing that. That was cool. We all went up on stage. Oh, that's awesome. Those jerseys were <laughs> sick, too. Yeah. We had the chrome helmet, too, didn't we? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my favorite jerseys by far. But uh, thanks, man, for coming on. We really appreciate it. It was awesome. Of course. Of course. Thanks for having me on here. Hopefully yeah. I answered everything well and entertained y'all. Yeah, dude, it was <laughs> awesome. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. And best of luck with, with everything. Appreciate it. And y'all have a good rest of your night. Right, you too, too, man. All right. Take care. Peace. Hey, uh, Chad, that's a really cool chair you're sitting in, isn't it? Yeah, it's really soft and comfortable. Yeah, I'm, I gotta say, I really do like it. I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite a bit of a chair guy. Um, got, one could call me even a seat geek. <laughs> um, well, since we're talking about seat geeks, uh, you know, seat geek is a ticket-based app where you can get tickets for concerts, sporting events, whatever you want. Um, so actually, you could even go see a UK game for all that matter. We just had a UK player on on the pod, so go ahead and go get your UK ticket. But when you do, be sure you use our code FTSPOD and get $20 off your first purchase. That's right, $20 off, because all you got to do is type six letters, F-T-S-P-O-D, and you got $20 off. So make sure you guys go do that.
And a very special thanks to Darren Blaylock for coming on the podcast as an excellent interview. Be sure to follow him on Instagram at Darren Blaylock, D-A-R-O-N. And check out our Instagram and Twitter while you're at it, at the FTSPOD. Bye, Bye, have a great time. Bye, have a great time.